Three for the Money is brought to you by the Trend Center app. This is the best tool for sports betting research. Okay. On the Trend Center app, you can test betting systems from the past 20 years, explore thousands of existing trends and systems from the top betting experts. Choose from hundreds of filters to test different systems for each sport. Save these trends and get notified when these systems have games. Download the app for free using the link in our description and get a free two-week premium trial using the code TFTM. The normal free trial, free, the normal free trial is three days. Uh, kind of a big deal. Upgrade your sports betting research today. Okay, let's get into the show. every thursday and uh and we're back and it's it's peak college basketball season right now well i guess it's not peak the tournament hasn't started yet but uh it will be in a few short weeks um it is almost the end of february uh so march madness is just right around the corner and uh yeah check out the trend center app that is a huge help if you're a if you're a gambler like us um it's it's been helping us cash a ton of bets how 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 many uh, how many bets have we tweeted out that have won in a row so far as of today as of time of recording it's well I thought it was five we're going for six today oh is that what it is I think but... so yeah uh Marquette we have minus 11 and a half is up uh by 23 right now with 15 minutes left so oh sounds like six to me Still early, but don't be jinxing it now. Yeah, I'm not jinxing. <laughs> yes, um, I don't mean to, at least. <laughs> that's that's all the reason you'd right there, folks. Check out the Trend Center app link in the bio. It's awesome. It's been definitely helping us uh, navigate this college foot college basketball season. Okay, um, how are we doing? How are we doing, guys? I'm doing good. <laughs> okay. Awesome. <laughs> uh, doing good on betting college basketball. Obviously, Trend Center, a big part of that. But, on, I mean, don't want to jinx it. Not, not so young, but doing pretty well. Um, hoping to make it. I think this will, if I have a winning night tonight, it'll be my sixth winning day in a row. So, hell, won't complain about that. Hell, yes. Sean, how's your, how's your week been? Uh, it's been fantastic. Um, I may, in fact, be one of the hottest college basketball gamblers on the planet right now. Going since since last week, since we recorded live of the uh, Florida Alabama under one seventy four, which still makes me upset, but. <laughs> Since then, I have not had a losing day, and I have gone up at least three units every day. And it is mostly all trend center. There are a couple that I, I pick on my own, but trend center has helped me just build my bankroll for the the tournament coming up it's been crazy i went um in college basketball i went nine and two yesterday and since the past week i'm 34 14 and one which is wow. crazy pretty damn good <laughs> yeah pretty pretty damn good Hell pretty yes. damn good oh yes well, I've been doing okay. I've been kind of just treading water a little bit, going up here and there. Um, only taking like three to five trend center bets uh, a day, just trying to trying to get in that mode, trying to change that gear. Um, really pay attention and 
maybe maybe this year I'll know what I'm talking about when I make a bracket. So, um, but anyway, let's get to the show. Uh, we got a couple topics to start off with. Um, let's start with the Titans' ninety million dollars in cap space. Okay, Titans. Let's see. Ryan Tannehill's off the books. Pretty sure Derrick Henry's off the books. Who else did we cut? That was that had a lot of money in the in the in the bankroll. I'm not I'm not really sure. Uh, but Titans, I think we have those. Those are the big ones. Yeah, those are the big ones. Um, and I think we have one of the biggest uh, cap spaces in the league, if not the most. I'm not sure. We have the biggest. With the, sure. with the cap increase, we, which is insane, um, but the Titans have the most cap to play with in the offseason. Yes, yes, very good. Um, good, good for them. Uh, it's, it's like this is – I see this as more of like an opportunity. I mean, obviously, it's an opportunity, but it's uh, – I don't know. I'm just afraid they're going to mess it up, you know? Am I jaded? Yeah, but it just uh I don't know. What do, you, do you, I don't I don't have any like takes on like who we should sign or in free agency. Um I'm not sure we who we have to re-sign. Um but I, I know I mean first things first, I think we need an O line. That's I mean that goes without saying. I think we have one of the worst O lines in the league. Um Whoever, whatever Joe Schmo we had play right tackle gave up the most sacks on, in in the league. I think. I think I heard that the other day on the on the radio. Um, but uh, do do y'all do y'all have any uh, any like real hard takes on who we should sign or what we should do? I mean, if we got all this money, give me T Higgins. Yeah, like, they just we don't have an ex- franchise tag him. Oh, they did. Shit. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, who else is it? Marquise Brown. He's out there. Um, trying to think of others. The Tyler Chiefs. Boyd from the Bengals. I'm pretty sure he's out there. Yeah. Um, the Chiefs did uh, put the franchise tag on Legarius Sneed. I know that he, his that. his yeah. name was was big on the uh, on the uh, on the waiver wire free free agents. Yeah. Um, so I did hear a lot of noise today about in the local radio. I guess I guess it's not really noise; it's just speculation that the Titans may sign uh, Chris Jones, which would be insane, but probably not going to happen. I mean, are the Chiefs going to let him go? Uh, I think the Chiefs are backed up against the cap and franchise tagging Chris Jones. The reason they didn't is because I think the, his franchise tag would be more than if they just signed him. I don't, I don't know how that works. I don't know the specifics on that. Yeah. But I don't know. It's I don't know how much the Chiefs have in, in... – well, no, I, didn't, I don't know how much uh, cap room the Chiefs have, but that needs to be the, their top priority. So I'd be surprised to let him walk. I mean, if they do, yeah, give give him to me. But I'm not expecting him to leave Kansas City. Yeah, that'd be a tough. Didn't uh, they fran- Didn't they franchise tag him last year? And then he was like, "I'm not playing until I get a like an actual contract." I believe was that so. the thing. I think it was just like a it was like a one year deal though. I know, but like he wasn't—he didn't have like a deal. He just had the tag, right? Yes, they tagged. I him. I don't remember. And then he was like, "I'm not going to play," and then they lost to the Lions week one, and then they signed him. <laughs> He's like, "I'm not going to, I'm not going to play unless I have a contract." Yeah, a franchise tag is not a contract. Mm-hmm. So, is. But yeah, that as soon as they lost to the Lions, they were like, "Okay, come, we'll pay you." <laughs> All right, you called our bluff. I guess we'll we'll pay you. <laughs> yeah, um... I remember like walking out of our hotel room 
in Vegas that weekend. And it was like, hey, look, <laughs> like the next day. It's like, hey, look, they <laughs> the Chiefs signed Chris Jones. <laughs> it was like, can't lose to the Lions. <laughs> can't have a bad show in week one. Um, I'm not totally sure who else is out there. I know that Gus Ed- Edwards is, is out there, um, which is, I, I don't know, it's... I don't know if we really need to sign a running back. I mean, Tajay Spears was was great. Um, was it because we still had Derrick Henry and they stacked the box and he was in the passing game? I don't know. Uh, but Tajay Spears was electric. I think we do need to sign a running back just because as of right now, it's Spears and like – who the hell else? Like, I, I can't even name who else we have on the team at running back. Um, this may be controversial. I don't know how much faith I have in Spears as an every down back. That's mm-hmm. fair. Because last season reminded me a lot of, I guess, two years ago with Tony Pollard and Zeke, where Zeke was like the workhorse, the bell cow, and then Pollard would come in and make these great plays but it was because like defenses had to adjust and like they weren't prepared for just one guy. I could see that happening again or not again. I could see that happening with us is like Derek Henry leaves Spears. He's the guy defenses know how to prepare for him every week and he gets stopped similar to how, I mean, Tony Pollard did not have a good year at all last year. So I, I'm hesitant to be like, yes, my running, the running back with no ACLs lead me to a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. just, I, I think he's great. He definitely was electric. I, I just don't know if he's an every down back. I, uh, I, I can, I can get behind that. Um, I, if I am remembering correctly, I think we drafted a Hassan Haskins two years ago. And he just hasn't played for us. I don't think he's still on the team. I wouldn't know. Um. <laughs> I'll Google that right now because I don't think, unless he got hurt, I have not heard his name mentioned in a very long time. Yeah, he hasn't played because I, I believe that he is hurt. Um, he's but, still on the uh, team. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure who else we can we can really go out there and and make a big splash. Um, I mean. Every, everyone signs their tackles so there's no like decent tackle out there and like that's what we need um obviously you know we're we might draft one or a receiver just i mean it really depends um hopefully we don't just end up with andre dillard again that guy was a bum um so i don't have any uh, let's see who else? What else do we need? I think we need we need secondary, obviously. Um, they did uh, the the Dolphins did uh, tell Xavier Howard that he's he's not going to be picked up. So could be a could be could be a move. Could be maybe. Who knows? He's out there. Uh, I know he's old, but Stephon Gilmore is out there. Um, he was fine with with Indy last year. I think he's worth maybe taking a one year low like just low amount. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I think uh Micah Hyde is also out there. Oh from Buffalo. That'd be so wild. That could Is he be one of the guys that got hurt? Uh probably. I can't <laughs> they had like they had like three like notable guys just snap their Achilles in like a three-week span. So I can't remember who it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was probably him. So, Yay. But he is like... I mean, no, he's something. He's one, yeah, he's one of the better ones out there. Other than like fucking Adoree Jackson, who we do not want back. Bring him home. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That guy blows. <laughs> I did see um, today when I was just looking at notable offensive line free agents. Um, shit, what's his name? 
left tackle from Cincinnati. Uh, crap, I had it. Let me pull it up real fast. Um, uh, give Brown? me. Hold on, I have it. Uh, no, Jonah Williams. Um, he was the left tackle for Cincy last year. And they're like, oh, yeah, I was reading an article. It's like, oh, yeah, this makes sense, you know, with uh, Callahan coming over, like, the seamless transition. And then I saw he was had a either lower or pretty similar PFF grade as uh, Dylan Radins last year. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, I guess it couldn't hurt. But I went from being like, all right, here's a guy to like, oh. He's okay. not a guy. Well, he could be he could be a body <laughs> he's, he's just, a body <laughs> just put him in the way and maybe he can stop someone for a second <laughs> that's where the line is at right now <laughs> yeah it's uh obviously you know we're looking to get more pieces but this this is why i i really i really wish the nfl would switch to the draft then free agency that would be that'd be i don't know I mean, that's what that's the way the NHL does it, and I think it's, I think it's better, obviously. Um, but also, the NHL is different in that you have to develop players in these feeder leagues, um, not like the NFL, where it's like if you got a first round pick, that guy better be guy guy better be starting. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's what I that's what I got, Sean. Do you have anything else to add? No, I mean I. I don't just going back to the overall cap. I don't really see the Titans really spending all that much. Like they have a lot, but I don't really see them spending all definitely not all of it. That would be dumb, but I don't really see them spending like $60 million. You yeah. know, there's, there's just there's nobody out there worth yeah that much. it's it i don't even really even see them spending like half of what they got to play with mm-hmm. that wouldn't like, surprise me yeah it's just they're they know that they're in a grow they're obviously in a transitional stage you don't want to go all in the first year you have money you know yeah. like just mm-hmm. then start making the comeback. I think that's the most likely outcome. I would if like they, to they play see it us, smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I would like to see us add some sort of depth at wide receiver at least. Like Yeah, definitely. Go I mean go get Gabe Davis at probably not a big price tag. I mean I think the Chiefs I might be wrong. The Chiefs cut MVS. Yeah they yeah. did. They cut him I bit. mean that he's better than everyone on the team not named DeAndre Hopkins. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which also bring back NWI. That guy's awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bring him like back. Wide receiver. The he's guy gotta come over. Yes. That that guy needs to be a Titan. He's he makes I don't know, just something about him. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean I think I mean this is way out of our realm, but I He is. D-hop, yeah, I but mean, that's if you never had two plus year old wide receivers on the team. I'm just kidding. But he's know. never not had a thousand yard season. I know. I just I would be very surprised if he leaves Tampa at this point. Yeah. That's true. That would be sick. Yeah. <laughs> Just we didn't have to offer DeAndre Hopkins and <laughs> Mike Evans. God. Three years ago, that would have been the best offense. In the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's really all I got on the cap. It's I don't think they're going to spend. Yeah, as of right now, would you rather them go O line or wide receiver with? No, uh, first round pick. Uh, 
probably yeah i think it depends on like what like what i was saying i think it depends on what your free agency plan is okay let's say yeah. they sign they at they don't they just make like some like whatever moves that both that like both wide receiver and offensive line like no like big names just some like some pieces hmm. i i think probably i would rather them draft a, an o lineman just I I don't I don't know if they will. It's it's very much situational. Um, like I said a, a week or two ago, um, Brian Callahan was a part of the group that drafted uh, Jamar Chase over uh, over the over Penny Sewell, who they needed, who arguably they needed more. But obviously, taking Jamar Chase was the correct choice because they ended up in the Super Bowl. So. It's tough. Yeah, yeah, but you're not going to find, like, you're not going to have your Joe Burrow and then pick up his best wide receiver in college the next year. You're not just not going to skip over that. Yes, you know? that, that is yeah. a factor, yeah. If Jamar Chase went to Ohio State, I don't think they drafted him. Like, or, or, like, anywhere – else than LSU I don't think they draft him yeah I mean choice I think the draft choice was the connection and he was obviously very good yeah in college <laughs> but it was just like these guys were a key part of arguably the best offense in college football history yeah. So and they could be that for us. So yeah. So but fuck the O line. Let's get that. But yeah, there's we there's don't not have that option. Yeah, there's not that connection. Me to draft a wide receiver first. Uh, so I'd probably go O line. But I do see like a lot of mocks, us taking a wide receiver, and you know, I wouldn't be mad at either. Either if they if they went wide receiver or yeah. O line, I wouldn't really be mad. Mm-hmm. I would be mad if they took like <laughs> anything else other than those two positions. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I would be furious because, like, yeah, if they just take like a linebacker, like, hey man, <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, I get that. I think. I don't. I haven't assessed the needs of everybody in front of us. If Joe Walt's not there, then pull out of Notre Dame, then uh, take a wide receiver. But yeah. if he's there, you take him. Yeah. Just. I mean, there's nobody out there to sign, and uh, yeah, I think they are more likely to go O line, but mm-hmm. that's the beauty of the draft. We'll we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll definitely see. Um, yeah. Moving on. Uh, next topic. Court storming. Right or wrong? What are we thinking? Obviously, we're not morons, so I think I know what we're thinking. Well, you can't take it away. I don't know. Do, what? You can't take it away. But yeah. do you think, and this is a question for Chris because he was going off on Twitter and it was great. Uh, should these children be jailed <laughs> for storming the court? Chris, your response? Uh, yeah, I mean, they're criminals. <laughs> they're trespassing. I think, I mean, hell, they're all there in, like, the court. Let's put some snipers up on the catwalks of these arenas, man. Let's just let's just start eliminating the problem at the source. Um, <laughs> no, obviously, I was just doing my best, Jay Billy. Um. If you want to ban court storming, you're a fucking moron. <laughs> it makes sense. Um, I get, yeah, Kyle Filipowski had a little bit of an owie on his ankle and or knee. The fact that we never got a clear answer on that shows you he was never hurt. Obviously, he's playing as we speak, uh, which is just bravery bravery he deserves <laughs> some sort of or a 
ridiculous. I hate it. So, like, people that want to take the sports hate college sports because that is just what makes it fun. It's just the passion, the students, these enormous home court advantages that you can have. It's just what makes college basketball and college sports in general just great. So, yeah, that's my official stance. If you're against court storming, you're a communist. That is my <laughs> official stance. Ah. <laughs> uh. Hundred percent. Hundred percent agree. Jay Billis won a and said <laughs> that these nineteen-year-old kids should be in jail for storming the court. Like he's like the spokesman of the sport. He's not like some whatever commentator on like CBS Sports Network. He is like the guy now that DKB's yeah. like all but retired. This is like no, we can't have this. And one thing I've noticed that's hmm, a little interesting, most of the national media who I've seen be very outspoken about this are Duke alums. Mm. Ah. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Wonder why that is. So. Oh, I will say who has a right to be like, hey, this whole court so many things, maybe we should like chill with it is Austin Rivers who did play at Duke but I remember when Indiana beat Duke oh shit what was this six seven years ago now like Austin Rivers took the last shot for Duke he missed Indiana won they stormed the court he got legitimately trampled <laughs> yeah and nobody said a word about that <laughs> he got like legitimately like Mufasa and or and, or whoever um yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> sorry, been a while since I've seen that flick. Uh, but yeah, and nobody, everyone was like, huh, that looked rough. Anyway, Indiana won the game as opposed to Cal Filipowski. Just sit that kid flying, by the way. I don't know if you've seen the, yeah, he, the video. Yeah, he shoved him. <laughs> that kid was flying. Yeah. And then he limps off the court like he like was shot is just god i but yeah and we make that a whole like people were tweeting about that like like he was damar hamlin like very <laughs> somber scene in the duke blue devils locker room we're not sure if kyle Filipowski's gonna be okay like and then two days later oh yeah my whatever something was sore uh i'll play it's fine so no get the fuck out of here with that He's brave. He is. Yeah. yeah like I said, he deserves uh, <laughs> the presidential medal of whatever that thing to, that they. That and they to not only face the chance at uh, physical injury, but uh, emotional injury as well. He could get PTSD from I mean, yeah, from another court storming. Did you see him sobbing? That picture of him just weeping as he was being carried off the court by his brothers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I cannot imagine the emotional toll that took on him. <laughs> I, my thoughts and prayers, if I hadn't said already, I haven't. Um, thoughts and prayers to Kyle Filipowski and the entire, <laughs> the entire Duke Blue Devils organization. We, like, everybody knows they need it more than anyone right now. <laughs> Number one way to stop a court storming don't lose. They're up by 35 right now, by the way. So, Jeez. yeah, they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> just don't lose. Yeah, it, that is the thing. Like, just like I know easier said than done, but that was what everyone says. Like, oh, you don't want them to celebrate? Don't, don't give them a reason to. It's like, yeah, just don't just win the game. Beat the unranked team. Like, I know it's college yeah. basketball, anything can happen, but, like, if you're this big, superior blue blood, win the game. Win the game. Is it that hard? Whatever. I don't know. I'm Apparently. There's <laughs> <laughs> no Wake Forest. Um, 
Okay, well, I think that sums it up. Uh, <laughs> definitely worth noting, though. Um, yeah, I, d- I don't have anything else. I just wanted to hear yeah. Chris rant I was, about it. I've been furious. For yeah, days. he's been he's been mad on Twitter these past couple days. Oh, I mean, there was even like, <laughs> oh, there was a commentator. I forget what game it was. There was another game on ESPN shortly after the Duke game. And the they like played a clip of it. Just like not even really like talking about Filipowski, just showing the court storming, and they like mentioned Filipowski and like whoever this old white was on color commentary was like, that's another reason why we got to ban court storming. It's like God forbid these nineteen year olds have just have fun in the best years of their life. It's like just <laughs> shut the hell up. Like let we've been doing this for like hundreds years. of years, thousands. <laughs> we haven't had a problem with it for like. Until, like, what, two, three years ago? Like, just no. Shut the fuck up. Let him have fun. Who cares? So to move on to another topic, uh, probably another topic that's going to get Chris heated, it is the Fanatics baseball uniforms. You can see their cock and balls. (laughs) This is a travesty. You, you You see their kibbles and bits. It it's it's a, such such a poor 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 effort fanatics to 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 make these travesties that are the baseball uniforms. Chris it makes me think that <laughs> like oh. it makes me think that nobody tried them on before shipping them out. Or some intern was just too scared to say anything like, hey, I can see their, their <laughs> cock and balls. That's the only like reasoning I can think of for these pants to be this bad. Hey, uh, does this look good? It's like, no, I can see, I can your, see your dick, man. <laughs> like <laughs> Everything about this, like the jersey switch to fanatics like every piece of new like every new development that comes out has just been so much worse than the last one because at first it was like oh, it was like the shirt part of the jersey like oh it looks like it was made in a sweatshop in china mm-hmm. uh, it looks like a like a jersey that you buy off of like some weird website for like a quarter of the price and it's like okay Apparently, some of the players say it's more comfortable. Whatever. We'll live with that. And then we see the pants. <laughs> and the first picture I saw, it was, I forget who it was. I think it was someone with the Dodgers. You couldn't see his genitalia, but you could see the shirt tucked in through the pants. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it looks like he's wearing a diaper. <laughs> I was like, that's uh... bad. That's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> Especially if you can't run the, the Asian sweatshop looking design things. That's pretty bad. And then you see this picture of giant spring training. I don't know who this poor bastard was, like, bending over. Like, I see that guy's ball sack. <laughs> like, both of them. <laughs> I was like, what, what are these things made of, man? <laughs> it's just, everything has just been so comically hilarious. It's Literally like that episode of Seinfeld where George makes the Yankees switch to the new uniforms and they can't move. The wool? Yeah, except if you replace can't move with partial nudity. (laughs) Full frontal. (laughs) I'm I'm going to Red's opening day, so I'll be on the lookout for... uh, some, 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 meaty cla- some meaty clackers <laughs> swinging around out there. <laughs> you going with your dad? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Dad, look at El hey, dad. penis. <laughs> <laughs> you can see that guy's dick. Isn't that crazy? Look at that. <laughs> God. Dad, look at his dick. God. It's just so, like, yeah, like, how did multiple people see these things? They're like, yeah, run them. <laughs> that's that's what's tripping me out. Like, it's like, 
Did nobody like try these on? Like that even they, if even like I I know what you mean about the shirt too. It's like this whole thing is bad. Oh, it's just everything not about good. them. <laughs> Every single thing has yeah. been except for like the few players who are like, well, the shirt's a little bit lighter, I can move better. That's where I was like, okay, fine, whatever. I I'll live with it. And then it was like, no, I'm I'm not doing this. I'm not looking up at at the outline of my shortstop's dick <laughs> for 162 games. <laughs> right. What if it rains? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even thought about that. Drinking Panama City every night. <laughs> it's gonna be a wet T-shirt contest. Exactly. Like this is this is bad, man. And like opening day is in like a month exactly, pretty much. I mean, MLB, you got to at least fix the pants. Just make them a little thicker. Like, I'll live with the shitty shirt part. Like, I'll live with that. Just make the pants a little thicker, please. Bad bad letters, too. I mean, yeah, they're uh, they're atrocious. Like, it, it, it looks like a Little League jersey. It's terrible. But it's just, I mean, that's MLB cannot stop getting in its own way at every possible turn. So <laughs> everything I guess they the, do is hilarious. Yeah. And it's, just, like, I guess I'm not, I'm not, nothing baseball does anymore shocks me because it's just how, how much of a mockery can we make this sport? And apparently we're just, we're stooping to peep shows. So. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to see what next season brings. <laughs> I did hear this take on it. Um, could be a massive brain move that gets people talking about the MLB. They're doing a good job. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's getting people you... talking. Like, they are like the, they, they are kind of the joke. But yeah, usually though, when leagues like, want you to like to want to like generate a buzz in the off season especially it's like maybe it should be something good about what mm. we're doing not you know this <laughs> maybe they're just trying to increase their female audience that that's a take they see what the NFL is doing with Taylor Swift they're like hey they got Taylor Swift but we'll show Almost everything. <laughs> Every MLB game is going to have to have that like TV, like P, like parental guidance thing on the corner of the screen. May contain nudity. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a, a PSA is going to flash before every Sunday night baseball game. Hey, like put the kids away. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, MLB just just stays hot with making right choice after right choice. <laughs> all right well moving on next topic the nhl trade deadline is is coming up here in a, a week or two I, I but there's a lot of noise right now in nashville on if we should trade uc saros and that one is for me it's yes but I would hate it, uh, depending on what we would get back. But also, at the same time, morale would be quite low uh, for me. Um, because on one hand, it's like, UC is going to win us some games. And, I mean, we're in a wild card spot right now, and we could end up making the playoffs, which is wild. We, we didn't have any expectations Going coming into this season and making the playoffs huge. Uh, but also at the same time, we do not have the roster to make any sort of noise in the playoffs. Maybe Soros could steal a series, but that is it. That's that's the ceiling. That's the ceiling we got. Uh, that's the way that's the way I see it personally. Um, 
And so I, it's, you don't want to say that, oh, if the return is right, then, then yeah, we'll, we'll trade him. But at the same time, it's like, if we don't trade him because we want to make the playoffs, that is a David Poyle move, like a David Poyle move just to not trade someone in order to make the playoffs, but don't do anything in the playoffs. So it's uh, that's I mean, that's my take. It's I think we should trade him. It would make me sad, but I think it's the right move for the future. Um, the AHL team, the Milwaukee team, uh, they are they're on a heater right now. I think they won like 12 straight games or something. I think they're on like oh, oh, nine. Oh. I think they're on like 19. It, it, yeah, it ended on Monday, I think. But yeah, 19. They finished with 19. That's yeah, crazy. I mean, like, I didn't even, yeah. And, and I saw uh, Askarov, the goalie, who will, inevit- at some point, will inevitably replace Soros, had, like, five shutouts, I think, in that span. He was, and he was, like, 12-0. and 0. Oh, yeah. I mean, the guy's a freak. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I mean, I, obviously, I don't know really much about, you know, developing players aside from playing NHL franchise mode um (laughs) but you know in real life obviously it's different uh so i mean obviously it's not up to me if whether he's ready or not um but i mean if he's not ready make him a backup in in the show give him some give him some show time give him some give him some practice he'll develop he's obviously a stud right now this is sort of the time to to do it and i think and the predators got a dance partner they there's a lot of noise that we're going to trade them to new jersey and like new jersey is a young team um they have plenty of assets uh that they can they, they can fork over um they're they're outside of a playoff spot right now so it's uh it's it's kind of tough to see them just trade for a whole new goalie but also that can totally turn your season around. So, I don't know. That's my take. Do y'all do y'all have any other take other than that? I have some questions, just because I'm not plugged into the NHL at the moment, right? like y'all are, or like you are, Will. What's Sars' contract look like? Like, is he done after this year? Uh, no. He has... Ne- next year is his last year on $5 million. Okay. So obviously like if we waited to the off season to trade him, do you think obviously we probably wouldn't get the same return because you know, you got guys maybe wanting to make a run, but like do you think we could still get a decent return if we waited till the off season to trade him? Um I mean, a decent return, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh I think the trade deadline trade would be a lot yeah. better. Mm-hmm. Um teams are more dire to make a move yeah um so uh yeah it's and and the way that the way that i see it it's like trade saros now make askarov the backup lankin in the starter lankin in is decent he's one he's one of some games uh we're on like a six game heater right now so he's I, I think it's I think it's a good idea to trade to trade Soros and let Askarov come up, get some experience, and then take over. It's tough to like just hand him over the job, but I mean, if he wins it, then then he he fucking wins it, you know. But yeah. I mean, that's all I got. I mean, I get what you're saying about like just keeping. Saros for what most likely will be first or second round playoff exit. And that is a poil move to just keep him for that sake. But I also feel like just trading him, trading him. And I don't want to say giving up on the season, but you can kind of interpret it that way. I feel like that's got to be a blow to the locker room. Mm-hmm. Be like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess we're just, we're going to go golfing this summer then. Like, <laughs> Don't even give us a shot. 
I'll so set it's up like two I, times. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I definitely get it being like the smart move, like get what like the most value for him while you can. But I also get the side of like, let's just do it. Like, yeah, we got a wild card spot. We had a wild card spot when we went to the Stanley Cup final. Granted, I know that's an anomaly. We caught lightning in a bottle, but still, like, you never know. Yes, I definitely see that side of it. Um, uh, and then at what, the same time, what would what, be go ahead, John. what would be your ideal return? Uh, um, probably either a first round pick or or Simon Nemec, who's a right handed D. He's like one of their top prospects. They're probably not going to trade him, but um, or or some other stud right handed defenseman because we do not have one of those. Mm. Uh, or have really any in the pipeline. Um, so that would be preferred, but you know, picks, picks work as well. And, uh, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like Saros is kind of emotionally volatile. And I think if we trade him, he could stink. And if we got a first round pick out of that, then better pick. I don't know. Um, <laughs> But back to you, what you were saying, Chris, with like giving up on the season, they did that last year. They gave up on the season last year, and we almost made the playoffs. If true. you remember that, <laughs> no, yeah, I do. With, yeah, that's that's true. With a bunch of scrubs, so yeah, um, it's it's uh, you know, obviously it would be a, a massive blow to the locker room, but. It is also a business, and these are athletes, and they're paid to play hockey. Oh, oh yeah, I get that. Like, I'm not saying they should just immediately pack it up. Like, well, fuck you. It's like, no, you're paid to do it, paid handsomely to do a job. But I could just see that kind of being the vibe. Like, especially like you lose a few in a row, and you're like, well, like we weren't gonna do anything anyway, so who cares? But is anyone else kind of in this position? For the Preds, like on the trade block, any any notable names at least. Um, I think I saw something that like Cody Glass's name was in the mix at some okay. some places. It's not very good. So yeah, he's not playing very yeah. well. <laughs> so I don't know, but we're probably we'll if we trade him, he'll probably just. Become good. Because we're going to Minnesota, train him to Minnesota, and he's going to be a stud. Because that's what happens when former Preds go to Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's whatever. But I don't think we have like a ton of assets to move, um, other than than Soros being probably our our biggest asset. Yeah, that we can afford to move. So I do love that's this Askarov kid. He's anytime I see a clip of him on Twitter or something, I'm like, I, I'm in love with this guy. <laughs> yeah. I saw a clip of him at like the, or the AHL, like all-star skills challenge or something. And they're doing one of those, like the um, penalty shot contests. And he like somehow lost his glove and his stick. And he still made the save. <laughs> like he just put his bare hand behind his back and still made a save. I was like, "This this kid rocks." <laughs> He's fun. He he likes to have fun. Yeah, good. We need a good uh, lively Russian on the team. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, you got anything? Uh, well, I saw a a take on Twitter that. I hadn't thought about, and I don't remember who it was, but it was, would you trade Lankinen to move Askarov up earlier and keep Saros? And then, you know, if you're still in this playoff hunt, essentially, do you kind of 
sell to buy at this point? Like you trade uh, Lincoln in, move Askarov up. Then you can kind of be like, hey, let's let's go. What would you get for Lincoln then? Like I don't really I don't know, know a lot about this guy. I mean, if the it if the goalie market is hot enough, then I don't know what you could get for him. You couldn't get what you could get from Soros. Oh yeah, no question. But, but I yeah, I, I didn't know. know if this guy was just kind of I, I know nothing about him. So I didn't know if he was like kind of like an up and coming guy maybe or if he was just kind of like a journeyman backup or what he is. Um I think we could if we traded Lincoln in we could probably get a third round pick max. And he's he's solid. He's a solid goalie and if there's if there's teams out there that are afraid of their goalie being hurt picking up Lankinen would be a decent move just to just to have some sort of stability um he's pretty solid so but also he's a backup so third round pick that probably be asking a lot uh third or fourth round pick seem seems fair to me but i don't know could uh, could end up being something else but but yeah that's uh is that it? Is that it for the Prince talk? Yeah, I mean, unless you How's had Gustav Nyquist talk? doing this year? He's actually really good, dude. I I had him <laughs> in one of my really like NHL like franchise modes on like NHL twenty or something like that. I got rocked. <laughs> so when we signed, him, I was like, hell yeah, man! <laughs> <laughs> I looked up. I did look up his points yesterday, and I was like, whoa, are you serious? <laughs> Yeah, I I was really happy uh-huh. when we signed him. Um, he's kind of old too. Mm-hmm. He he'd been around uh, the block. Yeah, when I like when we signed him, I was like, let me see what he's been up to. And I was like, he's like thirty six or thirty seven, maybe not quite that old, mid thirties. Yeah. Like, Nyquist like, oh, is ooh. Nyquist is tied for third on the team in points Damn with straight. Ryan O'Reilly. <laughs> so goose. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's he's been a surprise. Kind of. Yeah. Like it's been like I he's been he a big scored. He's been a big help. I think he has scored like four empty net goals on this like little heater stretch that we're on right now. Which is kind of funny. <laughs> that they're all coming. Point's a point. <laughs> well he That's right. he scored two last night against the Senators. All right. Right on. <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. Um, all right, moving on. We're gonna round it out with some college basketball. Do we have any? Do we have any takes? I've been trying to keep up with it. Takes on um, college on basketball. What? Just just general, on like on the sport. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, know. I don't know. Watching <laughs> watching this Tennessee game right now, it's making me sweat. Um, I don't. Know. I mean, it's it's a crapshoot right now. Uh, Purdue. I think Marquette ended up covering. Yeah. Oh yeah, they won by like thirty. Um, well, that's six in a row, baby. Damn straight it is. Stay hot. Uh, trying to think, there have been any upsets since we last. Oh yeah. Um, St. John's beat Creighton, or not? Yes, it beat Creighton yeah. on sa- Sunday. After they beat, after they beat UConn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just it's wild. You never like you just don't know what's gonna happen. Um, I'm very excited for March. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Um, it's I think March is peaking its head into this oh, last we had last stretch. Two, two buzzer beaters last night. Yeah. With Kentucky and Nevada. Yeah. That Kentucky game was I had Kentucky money line last night. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> I know you're not a fan of Kentucky. I'm not, but they're I mean they're we're so far past them at this point. It's so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um I obviously do not mean that. We played them last game of the season, so 
Uh, but no, we we spanked them in rub. So as of right now, they're irrelevant. I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, yeah, Nevada on that half court buzzer beater. Who would it be? Colorado State or is it Utah State? One of those um, two. It's Colorado State, I think. Um, the Mountain West is wild. Um, but I feel like that's every year. Um, at least the last few years. It's like, oh, they could have like five or six tournament teams. And then aside from last year, when San Diego State made the championship, they all get bounced in like the first or second round. So I don't know what to make. I mean, the entire, it's all wide open. I think UConn is the best team in the country, but sometimes the best team in the country doesn't win. So actually, I'd say most of the time. So we shall see. March is going to be just the best. I'm so excited. Do you oh, think yes. we get the equivalent of a CUSA team and a Mountain West team in the Final Four this year? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> yeah. Mainly because the CUSA, I mean, FAU is not in the CUSA anymore, so the CUSA sucks. Um, yeah. But while that run was very fun, when they played each other, I was kind of like, mm. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I, I loved it because it's college basketball, and I will love college basketball forever. But, like, when they were playing that game, I was like, last year in the Final Four, we had Duke, North Carolina. And now we have FAU, San Diego State. <laughs> so it was like, I love the run, but the outcome of it, I was like, okay, well, this is, I'll take it. Yep. So, um, never mind. Okay. Um, this past week, I did have Baylor, I think it was plus two and a half against Houston. And uh, I caught the last 30 seconds of that game. Absolutely brutal. Was I was like, oh, they're down by two or three. And uh, <laughs> they go down the court, 13 seconds left. Baylor scores to, uh, to tie it. Uh, and it's an and one. Shoots the free throw, misses, and then Houston gets the ball back, shoots a buzzer beater three. Turns out that one didn't count. Then they go to overtime, and Baylor fucking shits their pants. That was brutal. That was – I experienced all of the emotions in, uh, in that. Yeah, that one. I didn't have Baylor. I didn't have anything in that game, but I – Saw it like I was watching another one. I think I might have been same time as Duke Wake Forest, and they kept doing like live look-ins to the game. And I knew a bunch of people in the group chat had Baylor, and I saw the ending. I was like, "Man, that's that's rough." <laughs> I'm I'm sorry that I mean that is brutal, especially. I think was it an OT to win, or is it regulation win when the guy had like a a dunk and the ball just kind of flew out of his hands. <laughs> that was I don't remember. I think, I, can't, I, think was, I turned it off halfway through overtime. Oh, that might have been overtime then. Like guy had it wasn't an alupus like but it was like pass immediately into a dunk and then he just kinda lost it. <laughs> it didn't I mean I didn't take like a deep look into it. Maybe it was like deflected out or something, but it was it was brutal, and I apologize. I mean, that's college basketball is a fickle bitch. Thank you so much for listening and watching. We really appreciate it. Check out the Trend Center app. Link in our bio. Free two week free trial. Normal trials three days. Big, big, massive, massive. Um, helps us with betting college basketball. NBA still in full form. So is the NHL. MLB starting up soon. It's going to be electric. It's going to be crazy. Um, uh, yeah, but that's it. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Any interaction with this really helps us out. 
Uh, we'll see you next week. There's three of us. Now let's take a bye.